What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we are going to go through the first half of the games coming up this weekend and also talk a little bit about basketball as the season is underway and most of the NBA uh, fantasy basketball drafts already uh, processed. All that and much more coming up on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Cast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. What's up, Party People? Welcome, 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 welcome in to another fantastic, informative, exciting, and always entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my co-host, live and direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Como estas? Today is Jueves. Jueves night football. Jueves noche football. Football noche jueves. I don't know how to say it. No. There's a night football today. Did you know why all the days of the week are named, have their names? No. You really don't know that, seriously? No, go ahead. Not, not everybody and, does. Not everybody does. Just, I'm just, me and some of the BFAs. I, I, just, I, just, I just don't know if you're saying it for me to say it or you do know or whatever. No. I have they're no named, clue. They're named after the planets. I'll give you an easy one, like Monday. Moon. Moon. Right. Well, not planets. That's but not the, a planet, though. All right, okay. Not planets, but things in our solar system. Things right. in the solar system, right? So Monday, moon, right? But how do you say Monday in Spanish? Uh, lunes. Lunar. No. <laughs> lunar. That's <laughs> a lunes. No, no, lunes. It is lunes, but it's yeah. lunar, right? Lunar. Uh-huh. Right? So Sunday's easy, sun, right? But it's after a Latin. It's, 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 it's just some English to it, but it's the Latin names about it. Like Saturn's easy. Saturday, Saturn, right? Okay. But it's between English and Latin is why they're named after. So uh, Tuesday. How do you say Tuesday in Spanish? Martes. Huh? Mars. That, that's what? Mars. Mar- Mars, Martes. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday, how do you say it? Miraculous. Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Okay. Thursday, Jueves, Jupiter. Jupiter. Friday, Viernes, Venus. Venus. Saturday, Saturn. Sunday, Saturn. the sun. And Sunday, the yeah. sun. And Monday's the moon. And then start over again. Yeah. And that, that, that's, it, it, that's what it named after. I don't know if you knew that. But. Wow. Thank you for educating me. You and were- some of the BFAs. <laughs> Boop. They turned off already. They're like, what is this show about? The stars are aligned for these fantasy football players this week. You have to play them. It's there just, you go. It's like an astronomy class. <laughs> Man, they hate us. Uh, what's up, party people? As always, you can follow us at BFB Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter uh, for all your fantasy football needs and advice. Once again, to explain to everybody, not to, I don't want to say explain, but I guess to... Uh, Mansplain? What? Mansplain? You know how like explain, but you if you're a man, you manage mansplain. I get it. Okay, I like okay. it. All right, it took a little while to mansplain. You never heard that term? No, I'm not that smart. Okay. You know that. I just you know you're smart. You just I read astronomy. Just, yeah, you did astrology. I play astronomy. chess. Play chess. I I could I could do a Rubik's cube in under a minute. That's actually a fact. That's a true fact. Okay. I could do a Rubik's so cube in a minute. So you are smart. Okay, I'm not that smart. Um, 
No, what I'm saying is that remember that we're don't we don't portray ourselves as experts. Everybody every time is gonna say dominate your league. We're the experts. Get the best advice. This, that, a third, yada yada yada. Wait, I'm not an expert. No, you're not an expert. No, no, you're very good at fantasy sports. I'm okay. No, you're very good. I'm okay. I think you're, well, you're doing better than me in most leagues. Yeah, but it's not like how, you won more championships than I have. That's probably true. Okay, but regardless of that, it's just that we're not experts. We are just everyday fantasy sports players who just love love for the game that think we're really good. We're not here saying that like we're gonna dominate, dominate your league, dominate your league, kill your league. Experts and all the professional advice. No, we just think that these are the best moves for. We think we're pretty damn good at this, and this is the best advice we could possibly give. Just like last week, I gave Alberto bad advice. I told him to play Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott, and that was a bad advice to give. Ouch! Yeah, my bad, Alberto. I hope yeah, that's pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I was, you know, with the whole thing with Amari Cooper, with Randall Cobb, with you know, Dak Prescott's been throwing a little more deceptions lately. So, yeah, sometimes when you put logic in play, it just it doesn't work out, doesn't pan out, and the, there's a, there's always a, that big variable, and that's division matchups. But I thought, I thought, yeah, no, it's true. But I thought that uh, Ronald Darby was coming back for the. I thought he was supposed to come back too. So I thought, guys, right, so the, if Eagles defense is going to be a little better, so. Yeah, that didn't work out. And and what we wanted was a draw, and the draw did not happen. So we all lost. It's okay. I slightly disliked, as a, as a Giants fan, I slightly disliked the Cowboys more than Eagles. Okay. So I'm somewhat happy. Wait, no, the Cowboys won. No, wait, they lost. I'm confused. Cowboys won. Cowboys won. Okay, no, no. So, yeah, so it makes me even less happy. I'm sorry. I, yeah, because I gave the bad advice about once. My bad. All right. Uh, Are you here? No, nah, I don't know. You need coffee? I do. I haven't had coffee yet. All right. Well, I you, don't have a coffee. It. You're giving me halls? <laughs> I'm about to give you some halls. No, I don't want halls. Okay. No, I don't want halls. Not gonna, there's no caffeine in it. <laughs> it's sugar free. Okay. It's a sugar free. Um, made my first real big trade of the season. My uh, first major trade, which was uh, I gave up. Well, you know what? Let's not say I gave up. Let's... um. You gave up beer for the the season? What? No, I didn't give up beer for the season. So let's let's let's. So I mean, I already told you about this. And we'll let the the fans decide. But I'll just say what you know. So I gave up DJ Chark, uh, AJ Green, and Mark Andrews for DeAndre Hopkins. That's who I gave up. So with me giving that up, currently my team right now is quarterback. My quarter for this particular league, my quarterback is Philip Rivers. James Conner is my running back. Josh Jacobs is my my running back too. Tyreek Hill. DeAndre Hopkins and Tyler Lockett are my receiver trio, right? This has two flex spots. One of the flexes is only wide receiver tight end. Uh, also, then I have, uh, but, and then I have Aaron Jones in my flex. So that's a pretty solid team. It's solid. But so your record is? Two and five. And this is before the DeAndre Hopkins trade, but I had a, I had a lot of depth, as you can see on that team. I had a lot of depth on that team. I ended up betting like as we. I got to get the drop for this now because Roy is just cracking me up when he said that. It's like, what do you want for this guy? The world, Chico. The world, Chico. So that's pretty much what I gave up for uh, for this uh, for Ty Johnson. No, I gave you didn't give up the world. Almost, you gave up the world. I gave up. You give up every single one of your fab dollars, right? Yeah, all my fab. I'm broke right now. You have no money. No. So we're gonna trade you some money. I need money right now. (laughs) I need money right now. I'm, I'm about to have my hat out. I say, hey, panhandle. Yeah, I'm a pan panhandle. I'm a panhandle. I say, hey, I need some coins. I need, I need a fab. I need a fab. How can I get a fab? I got a barter. Yeah, I gave up the world, Chico. 
the world. So I, but I had Ty Ty Johnson. I had a Ty. That's Ty. I had um I had seven hundred sixty five dollars left in my Fab Finish League. I gave up six hundred and sixty five, so I'm left with a hundred dollars. All right. Well, at least you got some money. Yeah, I left out with some money, and 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 I was a little bit nervous about doing that. But the whole point was is that I wanted to get him because one, I don't think that all year long we've had such a significant um like pickup. I don't think there hasn't been any pretty much a relevant big impactful position running back available till now, I think. Right. I don't I, like, like if Alvin Kamara was put on the IR and Latavius Murray would be like the biggest pickup you can make. You know right. what I mean? For like, the most part he's owned. Right. No. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. It's like if, if, uh, Devin Singletary, when he got hurt, like Frank Gore, you know, was going to shed, you know, was going to share with TJ Yeldon, you know, like there's a bunch of other players. Like when Jay Ajayi got hurt on the Eagles, you know, there's a bunch of people splitting work. On the Lions, it looks like it looks like for the time being, at least, that Ty Johnson is the next man up, and he's on the IR for the rest of the fantasy season. It looks like, so he will probably be back week sixteen, if that. So the fantasy season, he's pretty much uh, fantasy season. He's he's pretty much yeah, uh, it's over for Carry On Johnson because there's no point of you holding him until I think week sixteen. I think he's droppable. Yeah, like. You Unless know, you have an IR spot, just put him in there. Go ahead. You could put him in there until another player gets hurt. Hopefully, none, none of your players get hurt. Of course, you know, right. It, but, it, but it might happen. But, yeah, he's, he's definitely droppable. I mean, because, you know, if he comes back week 16 and it comes a playoff game, you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, it's like you're in the championship round and you made it all the way to week 16 with him. Maybe you could have him there, you know? Yeah, like, as far as him being the biggest waiver pickup, like, Obviously, right now, I think the biggest waiver pickup for the season has to be DJ Chark is one of them, as one of them. Right. I yeah. would, yeah, yeah. But no, this no, is, yeah, This yeah. one is, at least we know, that has the opportunity to end up being, like, the bell cow, maybe, or at least have a bulk of the, the, the snaps as a running back for a, a good offensive line team, which is Detroit Lions. I guess, basically, you know, we exactly understand your point. So, T- Ty Johnson was probably the biggest, uh, like, Immediate pickup for an immediate big like increase in role for yeah. a long period of time. DJ Chark must be over time now has been the best waiver wire pickup. I'm sure DJ yeah. Chark has been like that guy. Like you know you pick up all the waiver wire that's been killing. But um, Ty Johnson is as the main role. So when I picked them up, I just wanted to make sure that I I spent the way I looked at it like this. I was spending all this money because my three running backs were Aaron Jones, James Conner, and Josh Jacobs. I also have Devin Singletary and Latavius Murray on my bench. I didn't necessarily need Ty Johnson. I didn't need to spend all that much money, but I didn't see any other, like, I just figured that right now is the moment. Right now I got a strike. I'm 2-5 and five with such a team with a lot, a lot of depth. If I give myself another starting running back to trade off and I'll get a stud in return, I'm basically paying $600 in fab for this stud. Yeah, for an upgrade. Exactly. That's the way I'm looking at it. That's why I took him. I'm looking to trade away this this stud. So, well, hopefully it works out. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, right? I I'll be so upset. Like, let's say you let's say you end up not trading him, and me there, I give up the world. And they just recently signed Paul Perkins, which I'm not really worried about. No. So I was more concerned if they signed um, C.J. Anderson back or something like that. Right. Then I would be like, oh wow, I spent all this money and C.J. Anderson's back for sure. He's not gonna get a. Uh, you know, it's going to be a timeshare, like for like a 50-50. I, now I'm pr- kind of projecting that it's going to be more of like a 70-30 with J.D. McKissick and, and, and Ty Johnson getting 70%. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
But that's the only concern I'll be upset about. Or if they get a trade and they, like, let's say they receive a Kenyon Drake, then I'll be upset yeah, about that. Yeah, but Kenyon Drake to me sucks. So I'm okay with that. But the thing is, it's like, it's, it's, uh. But wait, wait, wait. I just want to finish. So, like, I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, Ty Johnson's like metrics, and his best player comp is guess who? T.J. Anderson, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> so that would be. I think a, people that, overrate Kenyon nightmare. Drake a lot. I really do. I think he's overrated. Like I think he's overrates him a lot. So you know what? Some people think he's still good. So yeah, that might be good. Yeah. That, so anyway, continue on. But yeah, no, just it's just that um, I. I I don't think that Kenyon Drake, if he goes there, he would make any kind of an impact. I do think that just Dating McKiska is going to be used as more of a change of pace kind of back, a little bit more of the pass catcher. Maybe he played as a wide receiver in college. But um, I just I just think that Ty Johnson is going to look, like you said, the 70%, 30% of the snap share. I think he's going to get a bulk of the carries. Not like, you know, obviously not Christian McCaffrey type bulk, but I think a large bulk of the carries where he's going to be a significant, like, Top thirty, top twenty RB going forward from now on. Yeah, I think he's going to be a solid. Like he's going to be a solid, high, R, uh, running back three, you know, with upside. High yeah. running back three, low running back two with upside to say right now. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's just it's that you know. So I'm looking. I mean, obviously with this trade, I hurt. I killed myself on wide receiver because I gave up Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, AJ Green, and DJ Chark for DeAndre Hopkins. I couldn't afford to give up Mark Andrews, but it was a spot I was willing to give up if I got somebody like DeAndre Hopkins back. So especially now with Will Fuller out for multiple weeks, I just figured DeAndre Hopkins would be uh, more involved and be doing and you know just put up those wide receiver one numbers on a week in week out basis because he has not been having a really good year. So uh, yeah, but I mean you know it's just, that's the only thing I really hurt myself in tight ends. But if you don't have like Waller, Kittle, or Kelsey. You could kind of just keep streaming for the most part. Or Hooper. Hooper, excuse me. That's what I meant besides over Kittle. Hooper, Hooper, Waller, and Kelsey are the three big ones right now. And then, um, I mean, Mark Andrews is really good. Evan Ingrams is still really good, even though there's been regression with him. You know, uh, Ertz, I'm a little worried about. But Yeah, I picked up a gold air, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not uh, crazy about uh, that. A gold air outperformed in the last two games, but still. Um. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about these uh, games for the week, and then we'll talk a little bit about basketball talk. So let's talk about these uh, 1 o'clock games. So, Doggy, why don't you start us off with the Redskins and the Vikings? All right, so the Redskins and the Vikings, you're talking about tonight's game. Tonight's game, Thursday night football, the spread is 16. The Vikings are favored by 16 points over on this 41 and a half. It seems that uh, what's up with Adrian Peterson? Is he going to start? Uh, more than likely, he is not going to start. <laughs> more, more than likely, he's not going to start. He, he says that he's good to go, though. Right. So, but you know, they're, 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 if he plays, I don't know, man. This this thirty four year old monster and you know Hall of Famer playing in this game, it's it's you know being hurt. I don't know. He's just he's just great. But anyway, uh, I won't start him even if he plays. The Vikings have a style defense. Case Keenum, not sure about either. TJ McLaurin, he's the only player I'll, I'll play for the Redskins here. You know, I know he had a horrible game against the Niners, but the Niners is a great defense. And you're talking about the weather was really like it wasn't even raining. Wait, he will play again. 
He will play tonight, Adrian Peterson. He's, he's going to play, right? He's playing tonight. Yeah, he's amazing. He plays. Uh, but Terry McLaurin had, you know, he went against a really great Niners defense that is, is coming to show, but, but also what he had against him was the weather. It was not only raining, but, like, it was raining sideways. And it, it's you know it, it was just not the great condition the greatest condition for any receiver or quarterback to play. So I feel like he's gonna have a bounce back game. And as far as the Vikings, you know we already know that uh, that our boy uh, he he's not playing today. Um, what's his name? The wide receiver, Thielen. Yeah, Adam Thielen. He's out for the game because of the hamstring. So, Stefan Diggs, he had a couple of good games, good weeks already, and uh, he's looking like uh, he's coming back. And Kirk Cousins is, is is finishing as a top, you know, five quarterback at the moment. I'm, I'm happy that in uh, – I it, traded him. And once I traded him, now he's just starting – he's doing good. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Uh, I'm a little bit upset about that. But, you know, the last two games, you're looking at Diggs. Diggs had 43 against the Eagles and 20 against Detroit. With the Redskins – I expect the same. He's going to be scoring him, and um, and then you got the uh, Johnson. Uh, what's his name? Ola Olabisi Johnson. Olabisi Johnson. I think he's a good streamer. If you're hurt on the bye weeks right now, he might be a player that you could start. You know, he had 14 points against the Lions. That's not bad. You know, once Adam Thielen went down, he went up. His snap shares went 70, went up 71. percent He had eight targets with four receptions, 40 yards. And, you know, he caught a touchdown. So the Redskins, you know, their defense haven't, haven't been there so-so. Their offense has been blah. Uh, so he's a player that you can kind of stream, you know, especially if you're in one of those leagues that you have two flex plays, you know. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Rudolph, who do you think? Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith Jr.? Either one, honestly. E- either one could have a big game because they both they're, they're both uh, did pretty well fill the void when Alan Thielen went out last week. And then I don't think, you know, Alan Thielen being out, uh, I mean – they they could both do pretty good. I mean, it, it's just hard to, to 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 really to really see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll tend to go. I tend to go with Earth Smith Jr. here. I know this is probably the contrarian play because you you would probably like to go with Kyle Rudolph, who's I mean, the he, veteran, yeah. and obviously has at least the rapport with uh, with Kirk Cousins. But you know, I feel as far as big play game uh, gains. Irv Smith Jr. will be the one that's more capable of doing that. I mean, if you read about this in the news on RotoWire, well, if you read about it, it goes like Smith finished second on the team receiving yards and tied for second in receptions. The majority of his production came on a play, a 28-yard reception in the first quarter. But his six targets and five receptions were a new personal best. Smith's increased usage coincided with an injury to Adam Thielen early in the contest, meaning he could be similarly involved Thursday against the Redskins if his affirmative teammate is forced to sit out. And he is. So, you know, even if he gets six targets and he gets like four or five catches on it. All right, you know, it's 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 I'm playing him this week over uh John o. Smith because John o. Smith would probably be a better play if the fact that uh Delaney Walker sits out, but I don't want to miss up on a chance on Earth Smith. Uh you know, he's like you know, he's just like I said, he's been right there with Adam Thielen. Um but still so yeah so you know it's to me is a flip a coin toss either him or Kyle Rudolph but I lean towards Irv Smith Jr. here and you know the Vikings defense is a play they're playing at home why not yeah Vikings Casey defense is definitely a play uh, you know obviously I'm not going to mention Dalvin Cook he's no. a beast I like the Vikings here uh, but I don't think they covered the spread 16 points is a lot 
and I don't feel like that's going to happen. I think they covered the spread. You think they covered the over under 41 and a half? So okay. if, if you think they're going to cover under? Under. I got the under as well. I think like they're going to win like 21 to 3, something like that, maybe? I'd see. All right, my bad. Um, just a quick question. Would you play Terry McLaurin against the Vikings or would you play Brandon Cooks against the Bengals? Oof. Brandon Cooks or uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I, I know he's going to get the targets. So I, I'd rather go with Terry McLaurin because Brandon Cooks, despite playing against a poor Cincinnati Bengals defense, right? He still is competing for targets, not only with um, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, but uh, Gerald Everett as well. Right. So you have three people you compete, three play, rece- players, receivers that you're competing for targets, and even the running back that also gets, you know. So Todd right. Gurley gets uh, some some catches. So you're competing there. At least I know that McLaren, who is who is he competing against? No, no one. You know, so like I know you might be afraid about roads, but I don't t- think he's competing with targets with the other team for the interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you might be uh, uh, worried about roads, like he's probably he's probably gonna be shot on him. But yeah. it seems like roads have been burned uh, a couple times this season, so it's he it, it seems like he's not the same player as as he was of old. You know, so yeah, I'll go. With I got McCarty. a decision to make tonight. Um, I, hopefully, I made it for you. and it works out. Um, and t- next week, I don't say, "Hey, I'm sorry, Flex." Or tomorrow, because we're recording tomorrow. This, uh, yeah, this. Um, let's go over just some injury news and some updates, as as you know Do we it. did earlier. So DJ DD Westbrook is not expected to practice today. Something to keep your eye on. Maybe that DJ Chark trade is even more valuable now, because uh, DD Westbrook is not expected to practice today. They got an easy. They got an. I don't say easy, but they got a good matchup against the Jets coming up. Pat Shermer says there's a strong possibility that Sterling Shepard does not play against the Lions. It says it's a matter of time as he remains in the concussion protocol. Austin Jordan Renard, uh, said, who covers the, for ESPN, who covers the New York Giants, says that it is possible that they also it is very very likely they will sit Sterling Shepard because it doesn't look like so much they're going anywhere, but they want to stay. They want to save Sterling Shepard from himself. So even if he is cleared to play, they'll probably just give him another week because they got to save him from himself. Yeah, you don't want to. Uh, Jordan Reed situation, you know? exactly. So, like, look, 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 what's going on with Jordan Reed? He's he hasn't played. What what is going on? Yet. I can't see. He's on the field. I can't see what's going on with him because he's not on the field. Exactly uh, because I, of concussions. You know, he had a lot, what like five, six in his career. So it, you got to protect him from himself. not in one career in one day in one game like Al Bundy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, agent uh, agent Peterson will play tonight for the Vikings, bearing any setbacks. Poor source. Uh, also, he's a beast. Oh, this is something interesting. All players go through the waivers when released starting next Wednesday, the day after the training deadline. So even though Josh Gordon is a vested veteran, he'd go on the waivers if the Patriots cut him off IR after that, meaning the likes of the Dolphins would have first crack. Ah, look at that. Dolphins not getting him. Well, you never know because Flores was, uh, you know, the uh, defensive coordinator for the Patriots last season. So uh, he might know him a little bit. Maybe. Matt LaFleur on chances, Packers, uh, Packers, Packers wide receiver De- uh, Deontay Adams could play this week. I think it will go right up to the game time to be truthful. He says he does not know which way it will go on Wednesday afternoon. Long wait till Sunday. Definitely something to keep your eye on to see. He started in stretches and pregame workouts, but not on the field, not for full practice. Uh, they were trying multiple shoes with him. I know they said they think they found one that will be good for him, but. It is. It, it sucks because it's a Sunday night game. 
So it really sucks. Yeah, he better play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another thing about Josh Gordon here reading. Josh Gordon believes he's close to returning to play, sources say. So his IR designation means that he's likely done with the Patriots, but he could be available for team as soon as free agents. That's what they're talking about. Um, and yeah, this is the biggest thing about like with the with the with the Saints. Drew Brees and Eli Apple uh, are both po- um, possibly to miss this game along with Jared Cook. Alvin Kamara, I think, is going to play this game coming up. So uh, I think it'd be fine. So with Al- Alvin Kamara might be back on. Yeah. So that's pretty much the bulk of the news that's going on. Oh wow, that's a lot. <laughs> oh wow, that that's was a lot. a lot. That was a lot. So yeah, Alvin Kamara owners, if you have them, he's more likely going to be playing this week. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about the Chicago the Chicago Bears hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. So, uh, Keenan Allen. What can you do? He's had a terrible, terrible past couple of handful of games. He has not been playing good, Keenan Allen. He started off the season red hot, started off as like the number one, number two, or number three wide receiver for your league, depending on your settings. But he has been killing. Just to remind everybody, the way we judge all our players here are based on a 12-team PPR league, full PPR league. Um, Keenan Allen, as you know, you still got to put him in your lineup. You, you know, I really don't see you having the cojones to sit him. And I don't even know to sit him who, who for unless you have like just this tremendous amount of depth like I did in other league I mentioned. But the point is, I really don't see that you are. It's possible to sit Keenan Allen. So you got to roll him out there, even though it's a strong matchup against the Bears defense. Uh, also, which is also not a great play this week is Phillip Rivers. I know he's been kind of up and down, up and down. He's like the 11th ranked uh, quarterback for 11th to 12th. Uh, ranked quarterback for the year so far. He's having a pretty good year. He's had a very decent year, actually. They're good enough to be your weekly starting quarterback, but this is a bad matchup. If you have better options, play them. Like, I would rather play Kyler Murray this week over, um, excuse me, Phillip Rivers, especially with they're missing some pieces on defense, and they actually give up a decent amount of points to the quarterback so far this year. So I'd rather play Kyler Murray than Phillip Rivers. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is hard to trust in your lineup. Now, this is going to sound a little bold, but maybe not too bold to some players. If you were to sit Melvin Gordon, I understand that. There are other plays I like this week a lot more than Melvin Gordon because Melvin Gordon, since his return back to the Chargers and on the playing field playing for the NFL, has not been the Melvin Gordon that we all known and loved. The Melvin Gordon that we trusted to be a top five to seven pick this year as he was ranked in the preseason he definitely has not been performing at that level and he's been outplayed by austin eckler austin eckler is having a fantastic year he is doing great austin eckler i know he had like some you know bad week whatever uh like two weeks ago but we know when melvin gordon came back but still He's doing really good, Austin Eckler. So, with that being said, what? You won't confused. trade for Melvin Gordon? I would not trade for Melvin Gordon. Right. Not right. I mean, I would, but excuse me. Let's let's take this back. I would, but I would tr- I would buy low. Low. He's not a sell high guy at all, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Someone's selling him high. They're high. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I see what you did there. All so right. yeah, no, I would not. I would not. Uh, you know. Tr- tr- 
spend a lot to get Melvin Gordon if you're looking for the trade from. If you're looking for the trade from, that's fine. He's definitely a buy low candidate, but he also has low expectations at least until he shows us different. We have seen in past seasons what his ceiling is, how good of a running back he could be. Definitely be that number one running, not not number one, but a, a running back one with you know top ten running back. But he hasn't played like it so far, and it's a bad match for him. So if you're looking to sit Melvin Gordon, I totally, totally get it. Totally get it. Um, so he wouldn't be a good play. I would still roll out Austin Eckler. I would not bench Austin Eckler. I would definitely play him over Melvin Gordon. Uh, Hunter Henry, definitely another play that I would also definitely make. I would not sit Hunter Henry. He came back with all, you know, firing all cylinders. He's been doing good. So My man. Keep Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Go, go Hawks. He's, Go a Hawks. Hawks. He's a Razorback. He's a Razorback. Absolutely. Razorback sucks. They're going to face Alabama this week. It's going to look, it's going to be bad. Go Razorbacks. Go so, Razorback, though. Um, 45 points in two games by Hunter Henry. Yeah. He's killing. He's doing good. Good. So um, good. that's crazy that uh, Roy has him, has him and Hooper. I know. <laughs> he's got. He's going to win it all, I think, Roy. His team's stacked. His team is stacked. He, he, he only lost one game after he lost Barkley. He's got Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Austin Hooper, and Hunter Henry. That's and Russell Wilson as quarterback. He has like number one everything is across the board. Yeah, he number hit. one tight end, two of the two of the top number one. Uh, well, even Barkley because he's been out. Two of the, you know some of the number one running backs. You know, uh, number one quarterback, number one wide receiver. He, he's gonna win it all. I'm, I, I'm not even gonna try anymore in your league. He offered me, I think, Hunter Henry for T.Y. Hilton. That no, I mean, depending if you need it, I wouldn't. I mean, depending. I mean, I would do it. I got T. Y. Hilton. Depending if you need a tight end, I do. But uh, because I have O. J. Howard, but my wide receivers is DeAndre Hopkins, T. Y. Hilton, and Stephon Diggs. I'd probably I, do it. You probably do it. Probably. Anyways, uh, um, but there's definitely that risk. I would. I would think about it. I would consider it a little more at least. But yeah, yeah, he's gonna definitely win though. I just think. Anyway, so uh, talking about this so on the Bears side, so on the Chargers side of the ball, there's not that really many great plays to play, but you are still going to roll out Keenan Allen. You're still going to roll out Austin Eckler. On the Bears side of the ball, David Montgomery is not somebody that you can trust at all anymore. I do not know what Mac Nagy's doing on that offense. They are running. Mitch Trubisky dropped last week 57 times. He dropped back. 57 times. There is nobody you could trust, even with this decent matchup, even though the Chargers are not like the greatest defense and not the worst defense either. But the point is, there is nobody, absolutely nobody on the chart, on the Bears that you can trust besides their defense, which has not even been that great as it had been, but it's still of top defense. And Allen Robinson. That's it. Allen Robinson is he could play. That that's, boy could play. That's the only ones you could trust is the Bears defense and Allen Robinson. You cannot trust Montgomery. You cannot trust Tariq Cohen. You cannot trust, uh, you know, Trey Burden. You cannot trust Mitch Trubisky. You cannot trust anybody on the Bears except for Allen Robinson and their defense. And their defense is you can't even trust all that much. Uh, so this is a game where I'm staying away from a lot of the players at the moment, time being. Um, David Montgomery is also a sell low guy. If you're looking to trade him away, I'm looking to trade him away right now. See what I can get. I beg it. I'm looking to trade away guys like uh, Dave Montgomery, Brandon Cooks, and Damian Williams. Looking to trade, see what I can get for any of those. Good guys. luck with Damian I, Williams. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, I get something back for. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, you could definitely get something back. If I package him with like a Dave Montgomery, I could definitely get something back for it. Uh, Damian Montgomery maybe, has more upside. You know, he's, he's maybe Damian Williams. People probably would, uh, people might be a little bit more of 
Especially now with Pat Mahomes gone, they might more rely on the floor a little bit more. They might see a little upside with Damian Williams then. Damian well, whatever. Montgomery. If I package him with one of those runner bees, I'm sure I could get something back, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, anyhow, anyways. Uh, Anywho. And he was spending a lot of time on this matchup. Go ahead. <laughs> he was the point. Yeah, to move on. Uh, just um, you can only trust Allen Robinson, and that's it. And that's pretty much it going forward. Bears are favored by five and a half points, yeah. and the over under is forty and a half. Give me the Bears for the Chargers doing un you know unpredictably bad. I think they're gonna bounce back because the Bears' offense is looking really really bad. Yeah, like the, even the Bears' defense is not looking good right now because. It's just contagious of how bad the offense is, you know. So it's bleeding to the defense. Uh, give me the five and a half points. I like the five and a half points. Give I like the, the Chargers. The Chargers have a good offense here. Their defense is so-so. And give me the under. It's, it's, it's not going to be a good game. And, and if it's if there's going to be points, it has to be the Chargers that are going to get the points. Yeah, give me next, the under. Next game, next game is the Cardinals at New Orleans Saints. The spread is eight and a half. Saints are favorite. Over under is 48 and a half. News are that Drew Brees is ready to come back. He's not. He's not. He's practicing in limited fashion. Yeah, but he's not going to come back yet. And I he think going to have one more game. And he says he's ready. He's not going to come back yet. Of course he's going to say he's ready, but it, it, it doesn't matter what he says. Okay, so, it, you know, obviously, if... You could either start Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Brees, but please closely monitor this when uh, it's game day. Alvin Kamara, you said uh, he's back, right? So he, he should be back. He should yeah. be back. So if he plays, he plays. If not, you could always start Latavius Murray here. Michael Thomas is a go. And any of the other receivers or tight ends, I'm not really interested in, in it for, as far as the Saints. Jared Cook also might be out. Oh, Jared Cook might be out. Yeah, and then the Cardinals have a good matchup here because they're missing some people on defense, like Eli. But Apple. they got Patrick Peterson, huh? The no. Cardinals have Patrick Peterson. No, I meant the oh, Cardinals' the offense Saints. is going to be because the Saints are missing people. All right, right, yeah, all right. So Kyler Murray, you could start him. You're talking about the Saints. I know the Saints have a good rep of being a good defense, but they do allow the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. They allow twenty points. So Kyler Murray, it's a go to go here. You shouldn't be worried about him. Uh, I'll closely monitor the running back, David Johnson, right? Uh, the the Cardinals just signed not one running back, but two running backs, Zach Zenner and Alfred Morris. To me, that's very concerning because last last Sunday when they played the Giants, you know, DJ Foster was inactive and seems like he's going to be out for quite some time. They only had two running backs, David Johnson and Chase Edmonds, which ended up being the Chase Edmonds show. But... To me, this is more of like what's going on with Dave Johnson. Maybe his back is a little bit much more of a of a situation. Uh, Chase Evans is probably a player, you know, not only to start this week but to target for season long play. Because if Dave Johnson has a bad back, he might be out for not only a, a good period of time but the whole season. I doubt the whole season, but yeah. But you know, th- what's concerning is they, they didn't sign one running back, two running backs, and you usually. You know, roster in the active roster, you have three running backs. So just closely monitor that, and I believe if they did that, Chase Edmonds is going to be the running back that's going to be playing this week, and I'll play him. I'll play him because uh, he's gonna not only going to get touches, but he's going to get receptions as well. Larry Fitzgerald, I know he had a bad game against the Giants. You know, it, it was raining, weather yeah, was a little poor. Catch. And it just ended up being the Chase Evans show. So you could play him. Kirk, Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, 
he's lim- he's back limited practice, so he might might have a chance to play. If he plays, I'll definitely play him as well. As far as any other wide receivers, I'm not really too concerned about in this game. I do like the Saints. Give me the Saints in this game, covering the eight and a half, and the over under is forty and a half. I think it's going to be an over. I think there's going to be a, a lot of points I, on the board. I definitely like. Uh, I, I definitely like the 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 Saints in this game, and uh, I do like I, I do like the game overall. I think it's going to be the over. Saints are going to win. Saints are going to. Cardinals could cover, but I think the Saints are going to cover. I like Kyler Murray as a play and all this other stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Boom. Move on. Um, Buccaneers at Titans. Uh, this is a game where the Titans, like I said, you got to monitor closely uh, very much well. The Delaney Walker is the biggest question mark when it comes to the Titans. Uh, he has not practiced yesterday. So, Jonu Smith, if he does not practice, going to step up. But now with Ryan Tannehill under every pass catcher on the – on the Titans so far has got a bit of an uptick. Corey Davis is more of a play. Adam Humphrey is even worth a streamer. And uh, who's that other? AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Even AJ Brown's worth a streamer. So the thing is, he's, there's a lot of targets feed around. I think that Ryan Tannehill does a better job than Marcus Mariota over there for the Tennessee Titans. The Buccaneers have a very good strong run defense. So this is going to be a hard game for Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had a hot start. He's starting to balance out and level out a bit, but still, it's going to be a very difficult matchup for him. Uh, if you have Derrick Henry and if you drafted him, I'm pretty sure you don't have another running back to. You might, but uh, I'm sure you probably don't. Uh, it's still hard to bench him. He's heavily, heavily involved. He's getting tons and tons of usage, so it, it's hard to bench him just based on his usage alone. It basically revolves around the run in Derrick Henry. I, I also think that since you know the passing game has gotten better, that the running lanes are going to get better for Derrick Henry. Possibly, but still, the Buccaneers, their their main thing is they stop the run pretty well. So it's no, just, yeah, I, I, you'll be concerned about that. But he's, uh, you know, he he's the top. He's one of the top running backs. You no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just it's going to be a bad matchup. Is all I'm saying. But the point is, you know, you're still going to play players in bad matchups a lot of times. The point is that um, all the pass catchers get a high tick, and then the only sneaky play I can see from the tight end side could be Jonu Smith if Delaney Walker sits out. I can see that on the Buccaneers side of the ball, Jameis Winston. I know he threw five interceptions last week. Uh, this is a bad play for him. A bad, you know, the tightest defense is a good defense. Jameis Winston, fantasy wise, hasn't putting up numbers regardless of all his interceptions. Regardless of all that, he's still been putting up numbers. Not like you know Daniel Jones. He put twenty points up. And he's still, yeah, exactly. He's still putting up numbers. He put 20 points up with all those turnovers. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, you Crazy. know, Daniel Jones is putting up all these turnovers, putting up like 14, 13, 15 points, whatever. But uh, Jameis Winston is still putting up points. Um, Chris Godwin, you know, granted it's a bad matchup for Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. You play Chris Godwin, you play Mike Evans. Uh, you uh, you stay away from any of the running backs from the from the Buccaneers side of the ball. Uh, OJ Howard, listen, we all know he's a talent. We're not we're not denying the guy's talent, but the fact is the guy is not used in that offense. Bruce Arian is not using OJ Howard. I know the Patriots reached out to sign him. Yeah, but I was hoping. Yeah, that they probably lock a lot all this potential for OJ Howard there, but they're not putting him on the trading block. They still like him as a blocker. So, all right, question answer. Would you? Rather give up a second round for Mohamed Sanu or O.J. Howard? Mohamed, uh, O.J. Howard for all of us the Patriots. No, no, no. Let's say if you were the Patriots, right? Yeah, like, if I was the Patriots, O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard, right? Yeah, I would. I That's would probably what they offered, and then they just went with Sanu. Probably. It, it's crazy that Sanu, they got they got Sanu, and they traded a second round. No, no, no. Yeah, second round pick. That's very high. Yeah. 
Uh, no, no, I agree. I agree. His speed, speed is definitely crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, on the Buccaneers side of the ball, I don't see no sneaky plays. I would stay away from both running backs. It is a good defense with the Titans. And uh, defense-wise, you could stream either one, but I would stream the Titans defense over the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers defense is also not that bad. But the only sneaky play I see out of the entire game is John, is, uh, is Smith, John U. Smith. That's John U. Smith, the tight end for the Titans. That's it. Uh, give me the Titans in this game to cover, to win, and give me the under. So the uh, the under, I mean, the un- over-under is 46 and a half. I like the over in this game. Right, give me the under. Titans going to win? Yes. Two and a half points. I Give me the two and a half points. I, I like the Titans to win in this game. Mm-hmm. Next game is uh, Seattle Seahawks at Atlanta Falcons. The Seahawks are the favorite, the the favorite road team by three and a half points, and the over under is fifty four points. Now in this game, we know that Matt Ryan is most likely out, and it's probably gonna miss. Uh, you know, they got a, a bye week the week after, so most likely he's gonna be out for two weeks. So expect Matt, Matt Sharp to be the quarterback. Seattle's defense is a good choice to play in this game. Julio Jones takes gets a tick down, of course, because it's Matt Schaub. Devonta Freeman, uh, I believe he might have a good game this week he, because it's it just, I don't think there's going to be a lot of throwing uh, for the Falcons. <laughs> Calvin really does do get a, it, gets yeah, a tick d- up. D- but depends about Matt Ryan. He, they said he hasn't been ruled out yet. but Yeah, but they have a bye week next week. Might as well. The record is one and six. They, that's why they're saying they might sit him, but he hasn't been ruled out. It's yet, one though. and six. Like they're probably saying that for the team morale or whatever. He, they're one and six. You have a bye week next week. Might as well just give him that bye, you know that that rest. Give him two weeks to recover and just finish the season strong as much as you can. Calvin really, I don't like him in this game as much, but I do like him season uh, you know season long play because Muhammad Sanu is out now. So there's more targets out there. It's, it gives definitely more targets for Austin Hooper, Calvary, and Hula Jones. I love them for the season, but not in this game entirely. And in the Seattle Seahawks side, start all of them. Just start all of them. You know, mm. Wilson, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. No, don't start Rashad Penny. No. He has zero points last Don't start Rashad Penny. Yeah, Tyler Lock is a go. DK Metcalf, I know he has been up and down this, this season. But, you know, relatively, he went against the Ravens. The Ravens had a good, you know, they played pretty good defense against the Seattle Seahawks. So, you know, he still scored 7.3 points. Atlanta Falcons, they get scored on. Uh, DK Metcalf is a good streamer in this game. Uh, yeah, play him. I, I, I won't be mad if you play him. I do like the Seahawks in this game. They're going to cover the points. And I like the under. I like the over. With Matt Sharp? Yeah. I like the over. It, it much as Matt Schaub's throwing the ball, there's still a lot of playmakers out there for, for the Falcons still. So I like. I, I, I know. Like he, the I know he's a veteran. There, there are a lot of playmakers. I see where you. Ma- it makes kind of sense what you're saying. So yeah, I'm not. On both sides of the balls, there's a lot of playmakers, and they're both. You know, Seahawks have a better defense than the Falcons, but they're not like terrible defenses. You know, like we like the, the Seahawks. I mean, it's not a terrible defense, but they're not like great defenses. So I like the over. Um, yeah, I see that overall. But you, you say Seahawks win, right? I say Seahawks win. Yeah. All right. Good. Next game. Uh, Eagles at the Bills. So with this game, David Devin Singletary, I know is back. Um, I'm trying to trade for him. Devin Singletary, I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying to give him away in another league. So <laughs> that why one, don't you have him in one of our leagues? I, I do. Understand. I have him in our dynasty. 
You want yeah. others? Let's make a trade. Nah. Not nah. trading him in Dynasty. <laughs> Chill. Not in Dynasty. You kidding me? All right. So, uh, drafted him in Dynasty, man. Looking, I was looking for that, bro. Um, Eagles at the, so yeah, so with with the Bills side of the ball, uh, Josh Allen is uh, still a viable play, even though the Eagles defense is still pretty good. Ronald Darby looks like the comeback for the Eagles this week. I thought he was coming back last week. I was wrong, but this week it also once again looks like he's coming back. A uh, little more closer to say that he's definitely more than likely going to come back for this week. Ronald Darby. With that, that being said, Josh Allen is still a viable play for what he does on his feet. The Eagles defense is still a viable play, even though because of the fact that, you know, Josh Allen is still mistake prone. He's still prone to making a lot of mistakes. And but I still like Josh Allen. He's still worth the play here. I like him. Then a couple of other quarterbacks for this week. Um, <clears throat> I uh, John Brown has been doing really good. John Brown's a top 20 wide receiver, wide receiver too, solid wide receiver. You know, if you have, you know, have Amari Cooper on your buy, you have a. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you're missing some players like, you know, Josh Allen's even a good filler. You know, you're missing Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson. But Amari Cooper, I do like this week. I mean, sorry, um, John Brown, I do like this week not to put up fantastically great numbers, but definitely solid wide receiver two numbers as he's been doing all year long. He's, uh, you know, gets targets, gets catches, gets yards, gets touchdowns. He does very good. Um <clears throat> Devin Singletary and John Br- and and uh, Frank Gore hard matchups for them. They're they're very 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 good at stopping the run. The Eagles very good at stopping the run. So that's some very difficult matchups. Can't stop Ezekiel Elliott though. Who can really? Yeah, at the I end know. Of the day. But I know. I know. It's uh, Devin Singletary and Frank Gore. If you have better matchups, look elsewhere. It's it's very hard deep uh, matchups for both of them. Um. Yeah, on the Eagles side of the ball, uh, Deshaun Jackson, I know, is getting closer to coming back to play. I don't know if he's going to come back this week, but it looks like he's coming back to play. Uh, it's also another difficult matchup because the Bills' defense is also really, really good. The Bills are a very tough team this year. You know, as much as they don't have any big names all over their roster, they still play very well. They're a good defense. I would, uh, I would probably even look away from Carson Wentz. I might be starting the Bills' defense. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be mad about that, about starting the Bills defense. I would probably look away from not playing uh, Carson Wentz for this week. I would, uh, but, you know, you know, Zach Ertz, what, what can you do? I know you got, you're nervous about him. You're panicking about him. You got to just roll him out, play him as best you can. And, uh, yeah, for most of the wide receivers over there for the, for the, for the Eagles, they're all a play. So, uh, with that being said, I like the Eagles to win this game. Uh, yeah, it's a 1.5 spread, so it's a pretty close game. I like the Eagles to win, and give me the over. 42, give me the over. Uh, I like the under in this game. Yeah, I like the under in this game, and I have the Bills winning. I think it's going to be a tough defensive game. The Bills is going to play really good against the Eagles at home, and they're going to cover the, the spread. Yeah, I like the Bills. And the under. Next game is the Giants at Detroit Lions. The Lions are favored by seven points. The over-under is 49 and a half. I have a question for you, Flex. I have an answer for you, Marchetti. All right. Who <clears throat> who gets more run down? Like, who allows the most running back uh, points? Giants. Giants or? Points Lions? or yards in general? Fantasy points. Uh, Giants, I would say. Lions. Lions get more, a lot more runs. Yeah, they allow more running back points. They allow more fantasy points to the running back. You sure, is this year not last year? Last year everybody ran out of lines. <laughs> no, it's this year. Thirty-one point, thirty-one point oh two points. The Giants are. How many do they allow? I'll tell 27.86. you. Twenty-seven point eight six. The the Lions are number three. They're the third worst team against the run. So Barkley, 
is going to be the number one running back this week. You think he's going to be number one? He's going to be the number one. He's going to be the number one. Uh, as far you know, he, you're going to start him anyway. So Golden Tate, it seems like, you know, obviously you said Stern Shepard seems like he's going to miss another game. Golden Tate, I love Golden Tate. You know, he has given you double-digit points back-to-back games. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a play. You know, he's a good wide receiver. So I, I definitely play him. I know Detroit Lions is a middle of the pack against wide receivers. But – the targets are going to be there for Golden Tate. Daniel Jones like is not scared to sling the ball. He he's not scared to obviously turn the ball over. So there's mm-hmm. going to be mistake with Daniel Jones, but I'm not starting Daniel Jones by the way. But Golden Tate is a guy that you should be able to play. There's Slayton. He's an interesting play. Evan Ingram, you know, he's 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 definitely a go. As far as uh for the Lions, Ty Johnson, I gave I give you the world, Chico. <laughs> I gave I, I paid the everything world, for you. Chico. I, I gave up the world for you, Ty Johnson. So you better you better do good against the Giants' horrible defense that you saw Chase Edmund do thirty five points with Matthew Stafford. He's a go. Kenny Galladay, good. Marvin Jones, good. Dami Amendola, he's going to be a hit or miss. That's up to you. T.J. Hawkinson, please, <laughs> please. He's going to come back. He's going to resurrect. He has six points in the last two weeks. And you know, double digits. Uh, the you know, I guess the Chiefs. He, I think he's gonna have a good game. This is gonna be a good stream game for him. Street, uh, you could you could probably stream him if you have no tight ends. Because you know what? After like the, the him top or six, Irv Smith, him or Irv Smith, Irv, <laughs> <laughs> Irv Smith, because he's not competing against targets. At least here, you know, the lines he's competing against Marvin Jones, Kevin, Kevin, Kenny Kevin, Galladay, Kenny Galladay, and and Amendola. Mm-hmm. He, he, and Ty Johnson or McKissick. So he's competing against targets here. With the Vikings, you're not really competing, especially with Adam Thielen now. Well, he's kind of competing with Diggs and Rudolph. Yeah, but that's not many. Yeah, I know. Not many. It's not many. So, but I do like him if, let's say, you do, if, you, if you do didn't get Irv Smith Jr. or John U. Smith, I do like TJ Hawkinson here as a streamer. Besides that, you can play the Lions defense. Oh, Lions defense against the Giants, please. Yeah, you please can play, play them. them. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm telling you, you're allowed to play them. <laughs> give me the Lions at home. Give me the Lions and the under 49 and a half. Nope. Give me the Giants. Give me the over. Uh, what a homer. <laughs> what a homer you give are, Give me the bro. Giants. Give me the over. All right. Next game. Jets at Jaguars. So the Jets, I think they have a lot to prove for this matchup because of the simple fact that they are doing they did terrible last week they did awful awful last week i don't think they're gonna do that bad again so um of course they played against the best defense in the league right now yeah but i don't think they're gonna do that bad again i mean the jaguars still a good defense they lost uh i know they lost jalen ramsey and all this and that they're still a good defense but like i said um i just with the jets i mean Le'Veon bell you're still definitely gonna play sam donald i would look away from him especially you know like i said you're looking for the stream quarterbacks like mason rudolph is a quarterback streamer i like for this week you know oh i was trying to say i was happy in our league and with the one the, the 5 p.m league uh kirk cousins was a little available on the waiver wire and i'm missing i saw they snatched him and i'm missing lamar jackson so good oh, week. Dubai. What 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 a, what a week to pick him up. Oh, I, yeah, wow. what a week to pick him up. Thank, That's great. And and what else did I pick up that week? Oh, I picked up Steelers defense too. Going against Miami. I think I picked up Sam Darnold. 
Oh, okay. Good. Well, yeah, you didn't get Kirk Cousins. So, yeah, but he has a bum toe right now. He lost a toenail. I'm worried. They took the nail off. They took the nail he off. He lost the a toe. toenail. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried. Yeah. He his, Every time he's going to be planning, I just feel like he's like, ouch. He still toe. has his spleen, though. So it's all right. Ugh. Oh, man. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, with the Jets, I mean, uh, I do like Jamison Crowder. I do like Jamison Crowder going forward. Jamison Crowder, to me, you know who he's compared to for that team? Julian Edelman. That's what he's comparing it to. He's not going to get you a lot of... He'll get you a touchdown maybe here and there. But I think Sam Darnold and him have a very good report. I mean, granted, last week, I would just take that because Sam Darnold was doing too bad because he was seeing ghosts out there. But, and then, um, yeah, you see... On record, he On record, he saw ghosts. On record. He said said on the record. He's going to have to live with that. He admitted that. But the thing is that... um, Jamison Crowder does get a lot of targets. He likes to feed Jamison Crowder. He likes to hit him with the ball. So uh, I like Jamison Crowder going forward, especially in the BPR league. Standard, not so much. PPR gets a huge uptick for me, uh, Jamison Crowder. So I, I would look to play him. If you need a streamer, if you need your filler for Amari Cooper for the week, I mean, I like players better than Jamison Crowder, but I like Jamison Crowder. Like, I like, you know, Marvin Jones over Jamison Crowder, of course, but I like Jamison Crowder, though. I, I do like Jamison Crowder. I do like Robbie Anderson, too. I like Robbie Anderson, too. I like Jamison Crowder better because I just think he's a safer play. It's like I said, he's like, you know, Robbie Anderson's like the Josh Gordon. Ju- you know, Jamison Crowder's like the Julian Edelman, and he's just a bigger play. Yeah. Safer play. So, uh, that on the Jaguar side of the ball, play Gardner Minshew for as long as you can, I would say, even against this matchup. He's also a very good streamer if you're missing guys like, um, you know, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson this week. John Gardner Minshew is a good streamer. Nick Foles, I know, is coming back to practice, and uh, so he might be back soon. With um, and yeah, with the Jaguars, D.D. Westbrook will be out. So DJ Chark is definitely a good play. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty much almost like a week in, week out, set it, forget it kind of guy. Even though some weeks does pretty bad, he's still a top ten wide receiver at the moment. DJ Chark is pro is poised to have a very good game. And uh, Leonard Fournette, usage is crazy in that offense. You don't sit him, you definitely play him. Uh, nothing sneaky here. I would just say maybe Jamison Crowder would be more of the sneakiest types I would say to play, but that's about it as far as it goes. Give me, you know what? Give me the Jets in this game. Give me the Jets to win it. Jaguars, I know, are favorite 4.5, but give me the Jets to win it and give me the under 41. I like the Jets here. I like the Jets covering this as well. All right, next game. Is the Cincinnati Bengals... Wait, you like the Jets covering or the Jets winning? I like the Jets covering, not winning. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and I like the under. Okay. And the next game, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams. They're not playing in L.A. LA. They're playing in London. Uh, Can you make your best, uh, impersonate your best uh, English accent? I'm not that good at English. I'm good at an Irish accent, not so much English. Playing in London. Nah, that was pretty bad. Okay. You do uh, the Paul run. Like you sound like you're from London. <laughs> I'm from London. Very nice. Oh, God. That's Borat. Slap in the bass, man. All right. So. Nah, you sound like a leprechaun. The, the Rams are favorite by 13 points. The over-under is 48. Now, in this game, Todd Gurley is going to come back to life. The Todd Gurley that you have drafted. And expected to see is coming out now. Do you know why? Because the Bengals allowed the most fantasy points to running backs. It was very anticlimactic, your whole tone there. To the running backs. <laughs> yes. yes. So this is going to be the day, the game that Todd Gurley is going to have that big game. 
And after that, sell them high. Sell them as, as much as you can after this game because you're not going to have another performance like this again. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe he will do again. Maybe this will boost his confidence and he just starts steamrolling over and you know starts being the Todd Gurley of old that we all know. But as far as the wide receivers for the Rams, the Rams, the, the the Bengals don't allow that many fantasy points to, you know, wide receivers. So that's one thing you have to be a little bit concerned of because right now they're ranked, what, 23rd? that 23rd as far as the least amount of wide receiver points they allow to wide receivers, to wide receivers, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right, blah, so... Blah, blah. So over here, you know, the only wide receivers I think I'll be a little bit more confident starting is only Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, that's up to you. Jo- uh, Gerald Everett, you can start. He has been playing pretty good uh, as far, as of late. Uh, the last four weeks, he has given you three double-digit fantasy points in those last four weeks. So he's a good play. Andy Dalton, uh, I don't know. I I don't know, but, you know, he, <laughs> he he has done decent. You know, 20 points, 16 points, 24 the last three weeks. Joe Mixon has been abysmal, ab- abysmal. Like, he has been really, really terrible. So, but you have him, so you got to start him. Tyler Board, you start in. Auden Tate, uh, you can start him as well. Tyler Boyd, I think he's not going to do as great because you know who's going to be shadowing him. The one and only. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Other than that, give me the Rams. I like the Rams. They're going to have a great game in London. They're going to show the show, show the people in England what football is and give me the under of 48 points. I'll take the I'll take the over. I got the Rams winning. Uh, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Uh, all right. So for the last one o'clock game of the night, of the night, of the afternoon, at least one o'clock for us. You know what I realize? A lot more of the games, these, these times for the games is way better over here on the East Coast for us. Because like the West Coast, they got to be there at 10 o'clock in the morning. Their pregame start real early. You know what I mean? I mean, they kind of have the rest of the day to themselves. But their basketball games for them, you know, like we ours most partly start at 7 or 10 o'clock. There is going to start at four o'clock in the afternoon. If you if you have one of those like early jobs that you get out of three, then it's great because happy hour, happy hour, happy hour watching basketball or football, yeah, or baseball. But other than that, I think it's yeah. best best better over here. The times. The only thing that sucks not is not to crap on the West Coast. The, the which only thing is that sucks kind of doing un, 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 unintentionally is the West Coast times is what sucks because yeah. by the time the game finishes is midnight one o'clock, and we have to get up early. At least over there, it's okay. Over there, you know, ten o'clock, you still have time to recover. That's if, okay. If you don't work the next day, you can still continue still, party but on. Got, yeah, but they're but they're 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 you know they have to wake up at like nine o'clock to set their lineups. You know, we at least get to wake up at noon to set our lineups on a Sunday. Yeah, over here we got we got a good. Anyways, we, so we uh, good. finishing off with right now with these uh, one o'clock games here with the Broncos at the Colts. So uh, another good streamer also for the week, Jacoby Brissett, another very good streamer. If you're missing. Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott because of the Ravens and the Cowboys having to buy. 
Jacoby Kerpeset is a very good streamer going against the Broncos. The Broncos defense has uh, been it's been good, but not great. I mean, it's been okay. It's Incons- just inconsistent. It's inconsistent. Exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. So they've been very inconsistent. No problem. Jacoby Brissett is definitely a play. T.Y. Hilton's always weekly in, week out is going to be one of my favorite wide receivers to play. There is no Thank you, Hilton. There is no difference for this week at all. Um, Marlon Mack is also definitely a play. Uh, do I see any sneaky plays? Pascal, Zach, you know, Pascal over there to play. Uh, I would plug him in. I wouldn't mind plugging him in. I know he had a big game last week, and there's no reason to really see that he wouldn't have a big game this week. Uh, but that's also, you know, it's also to be confident to say that he could have a bad game this week. T.Y. Hilton is still the favorite to play over there, though. Yeah, the only thing is uh, T.Y. Hilton is going to be shadowed by Chris Harris. That's okay. T.Y. Hilton is still T.Y. Hilton. So uh, Pascal could be a sneaky play here for the point you just mentioned, though. Uh, on the Broncos side of the ball, do not uh, Curlin Sutton. I know gets a huge uptick because of the fact that Emmanuel Sanders is now on the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. Damn, I was going to say a joke. I'll say, do not start Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. I'm, I'm, you, you could have still not said it. I still would have saved you <laughs> Whatever, from not ahead, saying that. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> I was trying to help you out, though. Yeah, I think I knew you were going to say that. And then, <laughs> Curlin Sutton is the guy to go. You still, he's, you he's still decided good. to go for it. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, do not pass go. No, I'm, I'm going. It's like, all right. So, um, the... Yeah, so for the Broncos side of the ball, Curlin Sutton is definitely a play. I think it's going to be you're going to see an uptick in Deshaun Hamilton, another guy that I have in Dynasty that I'm happy about. But Deshaun Hamilton being his second year coming in, he's going to be young. He's involved with the offense. I think he's going to, you know, he's going to definitely be more involved. So Deshaun Hamilton is somebody that uh, I think is going to not play worthy yet, but it's somebody bench worthy and to monitor. I think he's going to, depending on. Not if you have Joe Flacco. Well, no, no. He's, you never know. Curlin Sun is still doing good with Joe Flacco. Emmanuel Sanders still did well with Joe Flacco. The point is, Kurt, Deshaun Hamilton now with Emmanuel Sanders out, there's going to be more targets to be spread around. And I just think that it's going to go more to Deshaun Hamilton. He's going to reap the benefits of those absent targets. Uh, Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay, I know, is a headache week in, week out. They, and you're going against a good defense over here. If I had to play one over the two, I would play Royce Freeman over the other. But either one of them could have definitely a very good game. They're both still flex-worthy for the week, depending on what you have on your team. Now, like I said, if you have the raw spot for your team, take Deshaun Hamilton. I think he's going to improve with the offense, whether Drew Locke comes in and takes over eventually when he comes back off IR, whatever the case may be, or Joe Flacco stays on the center, whatever it is is Deshaun Hamilton is somebody to monitor coming forward and uh yeah just flex considerations just for Lindsay and Freeman just you know I wouldn't uh I, if you have both oof, what a headache to have both trade one away yeah oh but you know not for nothing Philip Lindsay is the number 13 running back in PBR yeah and but remember, yeah no but that Freeman that, is number 21 but that that came off when Freeman missed the game remember Freeman was out with an injury Lindsay haven't been yet. Wow. Okay. And then Lindsay, when he was out with that injury, Lindsay killed because he had the majority of it. That's what the big difference is from. Phil, Phil Lindsay had like almost like a thirty point game that one game that uh oh yeah Royce really, Freeman, really. He, and Royce Freeman only had like two three points because he went out pretty early. He never he hasn't had a, like a big monster game, but he has been pretty consistent. His floor is like it's not that bad. Yeah, like eight points. Eight points. Eight points is not bad. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, but uh, I would still, you know, they're both conflicts considerations. Still a pretty decent matchup against the Colts. Colts is still a pretty good defense. Uh, give me the Colts to win this. Also, the Colts to cover with the six point five. They're gonna win. They're gonna cover. And give me forty three point five. Give me the over. 
Give me the under, Colts win, and they cover. All right. Well, I wish we had time to talk about the basketball. <laughs> like we're gonna do, we're gonna have to do it tomorrow's show. Tomorrow will be better. Uh, okay, well, we tomorrow. got we got less we got less games to talk about tomorrow. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about tomorrow. what that tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay, party people. That is the episode for today. Once again, hit us up at BNB Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Anytime with any of your questions, we'll help you out the best way that we possibly can with the best with the, the advice that we feel is the best. What are you laughing about? Well, I dropped my phone. I messed up, all right? <laughs> I was concerned about my phone. Good luck. Good luck this week, guys. And see you tomorrow. Success nonetheless. Peace.